T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Well, that's a process. I don't think there's a specific answer to that, to be honest with you. I think, you know, this is going to take time. Uh, we're going to have to get to know each other. Um, and, and then through that process, you know, the focus will be on that, finding out, dialing into what he does best and then matching that with, the other 10 guys on the field and what they do best. Um, But definitely not a direct answer to that one right now. It's a Wu-Tang Wednesday here on the Lawrence Holmes Show. I'm Anthony Heron filling in for Lawrence Holmes. Let's go out to the Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas hotline. Home of the world's largest sports book. And that's where we will find Anthony Tresh of Pro Football Focus, PFF College. You can find Anthony on Twitter at PFF underscore Anthony. And the the question that was just asked there by Bears offensive coordinator Luke Getze is essentially what is Justin Fields good at? That's what the Bears will have to figure out with this new regime. Anthony Tresh has a sense for that as he has been posting in the social media sphere. Anthony, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Outstanding, and I'm I'm looking forward to this conversation because you know, I spent a lot of time uh, in the years that Matt Nagy was here as the Bears coach saying, man, they just, for whatever reason, they are not playing to the strengths of their QB. It was Mitch Trubisky for a few seasons last season. It was Justin Fields, and now there's a new regime to come in, and they're at least so far saying the right things about trying to play to the strengths of the quarterback, but Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy said that sometimes too. Well, what is the sense that you've been able to to glean for for just uh, kind of starting off with the, the clean pocket aspect of things? So there were times when Justin Fields had a clean pocket. What were some of your observations of his play in those moments? Yeah, I mean, and this is why I, I'm very bullish on Justin Fields moving forward and why I think Chicago has their guy. I think he's going – Justin Fields will be – you know, that franchise quarterback, this franchise has been longing for for a long time. You know, for most rookies, you see those, um, I would say, boneheaded type of mistakes, right? You know, even in clean pockets. You know, we saw Trevor Lawrence go through that this past year. We've seen pretty much every rookie go through that, right? With Justin Fields, that didn't really happen, right? I mean, he made the right decisions when he was kept clean, free from pressure. We really never saw those bad decisions. And you go back to his days at Ohio State, that's one of his biggest strengths, right? He always had a low turnover-worthy throw rate when going downfield. 
because he knew how to take good care of the football. Now, if you go into premium stats in our database, you'll, you'll see that he does have, Justin Fields has a high turnover-worthy player from his rookie season, but those are mostly fumbles. You know, when you're looking at when he's in rhythm, you know, and he's in a clean pocket, his turnover-worthy play rate's around 1%. And that's one of the best in the NFL, actually, second behind only Kyler Murray when in rhythm. So that's the, that's the stat right there that I think a lot of Bears fans really need to be excited about because that shows that he is a good decision-maker. And two, he has the special arm talent, right? He can still deliver on those big-time throws and really elevate Luke Getty's offense. You know, I'm curious to see kind of what route he goes into. You know, is he going to kind of, you know, really hone in on rhythm? And I mentioned that in an article over at PFF.com, you know, because that's been a big thing is just the, the classic fundamentals. And, you know, you go back to the last couple of years of Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sorry to say that name, you know, in Chicago radio here, but – you know, why he won the MVP the last couple of years is because, you know, he was more willing to play in rhythm, right? He wasn't relying on his play outside of the structure of the offense. And with Justin Fields, he has that playmaking ability, and he's a fantastic athlete. We've seen, you know, some of those throws that he made outside of the pocket on the run, you know, over the last few weeks of the season. Those were special throws. But at the same time, you don't really want to lean on those types of plays. You don't want to lean on his scrambling ability because, you know, you pull all those plays together, it's still an inefficient offense, right? You want him to get in rhythm with the offense and get rid of the ball a little bit quicker, you know, be a little bit more decisive in the decision-making. And that's what I'm kind of curious to see if Getty's going to kind of keep on that trend or he's going to attack the downfield um, passing ability of him as well in there as, and kind of change some of the, some of his aspects of the offense. But I, I, regardless, there's plenty of reason to be excited about what's going on in Chicago and with the Chicago Bears moving forward with Justin Fields at the helm. Uh, see where, as you posted a couple of days ago, where he was uh, amongst the top four in the NFL in big-time throw rate, uh, how, how is something like that gauged when, when PFF is evaluating quarterback play? Yeah, so when we say big-time throws, those are our highest-graded throws, right? So we have a grading skill uh, on a play-for-play basis, um, going ranging from minus two to plus two. Um, and anything above a plus one, that's a big-time throw. Anything below a minus one, that's a turnover-worthy play. And so you look at these big time throws and they are as they sound, right? Those are the t- kind of throws when you're looking and you're watching and you say, all right, your draw kind of draws sometimes or you say that was a nice throw right there, right? Those special dimes downfield. And, you know, not every big time throw is completed. We've seen some of Justin Fields' past year that weren't completed, right? Some of his best throws. And that still goes into the PFF grading system. And that still goes down as a positive play if the receiver dropped it. Um, and that's why, you know, I, you know, I'm biased here, but that's why PFF grading is important there. And so when you look at those big time throws, I mean, those are, you know, very, it, it says a lot about the type of quarterback that you have. And you look at what Chicago's had as of late, they, they just have not had that downfield passing element. Right. I mean, even with, when Andy Dalton is on the field, you know, that's a big con and a big red flag in this game is that, you know, he can hit the underneath throws, but he can't produce anything downfield. So you're lacking that explosive element. And they've been missing that for a while. And Justin Fields can provide that, right? And so when you're looking at how he does that in rhythm, and, you know, I did have a tweet, you know, going back to that Pittsburgh game, I think that was probably one of the best performances I saw from the rookie this past year. Um, And it was just because of the sheer amount of those big-time throws that he had in that game, right? And, you know, it's rare to see a rookie, you know, come in right away and deliver on those. And you saw that from Justin Fields. And with the way that the offense had been previously structured, and you know the the entire sports world kind of came down on Matt Nagy and the Bears for for the game plan they deployed in Fields' first start against Cleveland, that they did attempt to adjust things with some more run pass balance, with some more consistent 
movement of the pocket. How, how do those two things work together, especially for, for a younger quarterback, to be able to get him on the move? Because the clean pocket is one thing. I mean, the accuracy that he has on intermediate and deep passes, that certainly stood out in college, and he had those flashes last year. For this new regime, do you see getting Justin Fields on the move and, and having that as a consistent part of the offense? Does that, is that a, a piece of the equation that can make him more successful? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I did mention, too, um, you know, on that article over at BFF.com, his outside-the-pocket passer over the last five weeks, it was the highest in the NFL. It was in the 90s, the elite level, and that's hard. That's really rare to see. And that's definitely one of big, Justin Fields' greatest strengths. And I definitely think this new regime is, some, is going to incorporate that. And we'll, I will give the, you know, Matt Nagy the benefit of the doubt because, you know, they were from behind at times, and, you know, he probably played a part in that sometimes. But you kind of lose those elements, right? You can't call those plays maybe that you wanted to, those play-action passes, because you're in obvious passing situations. You're not going to sell anything like that. So you can't dial those plays up. But I, I do think that they're going to be in a better position to integrate those, especially early on in the game. I think that's something that needs to happen, you know, needs to change from last year. Um, you know, even, too, in just utilizing – his mobility, right? You know, I think we're going to see more play-action concepts, more play-action rollouts. But we're also going to see some more uh, designed rushes. And, you know, I, I know Justin Fields was banged up a little bit this past year at times and maybe couldn't be utilizing the ground as much as they would wanted to. But still, it, it could have been a little bit more, right? I mean, it could have been a little bit more than 27 designed carries on over 600 snaps, right? Um, and, and so I do think that this regime is going to cater to their player strengths, right? And that's the most important aspect of coaching, right? You never want to automatically come in and point at the players and say, I'm going to teach you to play my system and my system only. I don't care what your strengths are. We're, we're, going, to, we're going to build your strengths up to this system, right? It, that's not how it is. It's how it used to be. It's about catering to your player strengths. And I definitely think they're going to do that with Justin Fields, you know, just hearing Luke Getty the way he has talked in the past, you know, even looking, talking with him with Aaron Rodgers, you know, he, you can definitely see he's going to prioritize that. And even with the comments that you played before I hopped on here, that, that shows that right there. So I'm excited to see what he dials up for. Anthony Trash, my guest here on the Lawrence Holmes Show. Anthony Heron filling in for Lawrence Holmes and Anthony of PFF and PFF College. You can find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Anthony. Joining me right now in the Circle Resort and Casino in Las Vegas hotline. And obviously uh, I've used PFF and PFF College so much in the midst of broadcasts and and uh, and television and radio over the years and obviously a lot of it is subjective but then it's still a, a useful tool just in helping to evaluate what we're seeing and I'm wondering you know something like the like when Justin Fields was coming out of Ohio State because I've covered all his games at OSU and now covers games with the Bears and my evaluation was just in seeing that accuracy intermediate and deep and like you're talking about from a clean pocket but the concern that I had there that showed up during his rookie season as well was the the quickness of read you know the the ability to he, he rarely got fooled but it did take that additional moment he didn't strike me as the most anticipatory thrower but once it's there in a clean pocket, he can get it there as well as anyone. What is your your experience just in evaluating this of how much? Because NFL quarterbacks aren't always going to operate from a clean pocket. So the the ability to quicken the timing of, of getting the ball out of his hands, is that something you tend to see young quarterbacks grow with? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Fields' tendency is that he's always looking for that downfield play. Right? He's looking yeah. for the home run. And, you know, in Ohio State hunting. offense, Exactly. Yeah. In Ohio State's offense, I mean, a lot of the times it was there because I mean, he was surrounded by NFL talent and 
two wide receivers that are going to go, you know, probably in the first round here in a couple of months, and then we'll see if one of them slides to Chicago in round two. Um, but, yeah, he was always looking for the downfield play, right? And he needs to learn to take what the defense gives him underneath, right? And, you know, that was a big thing, too. Even Matt Nagy, when they first drafted him, that was the biggest issue that he had and what they needed to work on in the offseason and leading up to the season. Um, and, you know, we still – we didn't see that issue fully flushed out, right? He still had one of the longest average time to throws in the NFL. And, you know, when you get under – when you hold on to the ball for a little bit longer at the NFL, you're going to be in a lot more pressure. And when you get these defensive linemen that are bigger, faster, stronger, smarter – it's going to be a little bit harder to evade them, and then it's going to kind of rattle you a little bit and make the right decision. And, you know, that's where we saw some of the fumbles, too, occur. And, you know, with the issues with Justin Fields was the fumbling this past year in those muddy pockets. That's where it started to show. And, you know, that's why I kind of mentioned, I alluded to it a little bit ago with Luke Getsky and how important he think, thinks rhythm is. I, I think that's going to significantly help Justin Fields in developing, right? And, you know, I don't think it's so much the – you know, I, I know a lot of people, um, you know, said he was a one-read quarterback or something like that throughout the last pre-draft process. And I don't think he's a one-read quarterback by any means. I, I just think he is, you know, a quarterback that knows he has a big arm. He has an exceptional arm, one of the best arms, I would say, you know, for a younger quarterback, you know, in the league. Um, and he wants to utilize that. He's always looking for that home run. And, you know, when that's taken away, then you have to quickly find something. And by that time, your check's down, your check down and gets down. It's already getting snuffed out. It's no longer there. You're not going to fully maximize that. And you got to run around and use your legs. And that's when some of the ugly moments can happen, right? And so I, I do think with younger quarterbacks, you do tend to see that. And you, you tend to see them take a lot more sucks than they should. Um, and we did see that with Justin Fields at Ohio State, too. And, and so I, I think this is, you know, this whole thing and all the stuff I just said, I still think that's going to be something that's in his game. That's just the way he plays the game. I don't think that you can completely reverse it. And, you know, at the same time, he still gives you that playmaking ability, like I said, that kind of counteracts it. I do think it's, just, it's going to be more improved on so it's not as much of an issue as it was during his rookie campaign. Similar to Russell Wilson, would, would that be a fair comp of the, the type, the style of, of quarterback you're talking about? Well, Wilson at this point in his career will still hold the ball at times, but will throw an outstanding deep ball that can get there on time in rhythm with accuracy. But ball's going to get held at times. Is that a, you know, a guy who's maybe been around the block longer but still maybe has some of those tendencies? Would Russell Wilson be a decent comp for that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, actually, as soon as uh, you know, Chicago made the trade up, um, and made the pick last year, immediately wrote an article and said, Justin Fields is a bigger, faster, stronger Russell Wilson, in my opinion. And I think this is a franchise-altering move for the better. Um, I think that's a fantastic comp. And Russell Wilson is a fantastic quarterback, right? You know, significantly better than, you know, anything Chicago has had, you know, over the last couple of decades. So I, I think that's a perfect comp for Justin Fields' play, right? I, I think, you know, with Russell Wilson, he's still doing the same stuff. But, you know, he, he's still, you know, playing at a fairly reasonable level, you know, with exception this past year when he kind of, you know, rush back through an injury, and that's a whole other can of worms. But, no, I 100% agree with you. Joe Burrow is a, a name that folks have, especially here, and I suppose all around the National Football League, when you look at, look at what Cincinnati was and then his rookie year is playing pretty well, and then he gets hurt, and now uh, this season uh, just kind of consistently ascends throughout the year to the point where the Bengals end up uh, appearing in the Super Bowl. What can – Bears fans, what can those who are so hopeful about Justin Fields' development from year one to year two, what can be gleaned from looking at what Joe Burrow was able to accomplish in his second season with the Cincinnati Bengals team that really isn't much more gifted than what the Bears have to work with here in Chicago? 
Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, for starters, it'd be great if they could get, a, you know, a Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave to team up with Justin Fields. I don't think either of them are going to be, you know, Jamar Chase type of impact, but that that would be a great start, right? Uh, but no, I mean, it's the biggest thing with Joe Burrow, the biggest reason for his leap. I think the impact of Jamar Chase was definitely there, but you know, just the the composure and the calmness, and that's where you kind of see the Joe Cool, you know, stuff, right, with Joe Burrow. Um, you know, just what he can do under duress and kind of make some go out there and make a play but also his processing, you know, that, that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing with the quarterback position is still in between the ears, right? And Joe Burrow has that. And I still think Justin Fields has that. I don't, I don't think that's, you know, something that anyone should be concerned about long-term with him. I thought that was a little bit, you know, overrun in the pre-draft process. And ultimately I, I think that's a big reason why he slid a little bit in the NFL draft. And I think Chicago should be elated that he slid and they were able to jump up and get him because, if it were my shoes, if I were San Francisco at number three, I would have taken Justin Fields, right? You know, and, and so I, I think with Joe Burrow, it's just looking at the calmness, right? It, it's just, you know, he's not too, not too, um, you know, panicky in the moment. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. And, you know, just the way he can read and process defenses is a big thing there. So, you know, Joe Burrow, got, you know, he has the arm talent there. You know, he's a very accurate quarterback, and that's Justin Fields. And, you know, while Justin Fields didn't really have the accuracy numbers we were expecting this year, that's not something I'd be concerned about. Because, you know, like you said, you know, when you're watching him at Ohio State, that's the biggest thing that jumped out, the accuracy, right? And, you know, we have plenty of data to show that he is a very accurate quarterback. He just needs to be in a much, much better situation because I don't think anybody's arguing the situation this past year with him in Chicago just really wasn't one of the best in the NFL. So is there is there an offense that you see in the National Football League that you feel like, you know, through the through the Luke Getze lens where you're saying, all right, we're this blank canvas in Chicago and who knows what we're going to run. We're just going to figure out what suits Justin Fields best. Is there, as you look around the, the NFL, is there a system that you see folks running where you say, you know what, that that would be a good comp. Is there a quarterback in a place or weaponry or just a, a game plan for an NFL offense you just, that you think that's what the Bears should look to model themselves after for Fields? Yeah, I do think, you know, the elements of what Getsy um, comes from in Green Bay, I, I think that definitely would work with Justin Fields. But, you know, one offense in particular, and, you know, I got to give credit to one of our podcasts here you know, at PFS called Too High with Seth Galina and Deontay Lee, two of the smartest football minds um, you know, I've ever talked to, right? And I highly recommend going to check, out, check them out on Twitter and over at PFF.com. You know, they were talking about this as well and just really utilizing his downfield arm talent. And, you know, I think the Kevin Stefanski offense in Cleveland, the way they, you know, they mix in play-action concepts, right, built off the wide zone, you know, the stretch zone plays, I think that would be, you know, some good elements to bring in right there because not only does that utilize, you know, Justin Fields' arm talent, but it also protects him from pressure because it takes those true pass sets away from the offensive line. You know, they don't have a chance to lose those one-on-one battles. Um, And, you know, as we saw this past year, the offensive line, it was a a rather big issue, right? And so, I I mean, definitely when you look back at Justin Fields' rookie campaign, I think the number one, one of the first things that's going to come to mind is that Cleveland game. I, I think I still, I still remember back to that game just the day after. I'm like, I can't believe this happened. Um, but, you know, it's just those elements, removing those true pass sets, protecting the offensive line. And it's definitely going to be better next year when they have, because they're going to bring in other players. They're going to develop the young talent they have, like Kevin Jenkins, the second-round pick from last year. Um, and so it's going to be better, but it's still not going to be the cream of the crop, right? So I, I think, you know, utilizing elements of Kevin Stefanski's offense, I think that would be that would do wonders for not just Justin Fields, but really everybody on the the entire offensive side of the ball. 
Lots of reason for Bears fans to be eager, to be intrigued, to be even excited. And now that the offseason is here, we'll see what kind of weaponry they end up adding around Justin Fields. I see a few texts that have been coming in on the text line as well. I get a chance to address a little bit of that with what the Bears fans are intrigued about for what they may do heading towards the draft here. But if anything, folks, make sure you follow Anthony Tresh because he breaks this thing down, evaluates it as well as anyone there at Pro Football Focus. Really appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. That is Anthony Tresh of PFF, PFF College, Pro Football Focus. He is on Twitter at PFF underscore Anthony, senior college analyst with Pro Football Focus. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.